What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 61 of the, 61? Ra- of the Random Fandom. God, we are just eight away from 69, and then we can make the joke. What's that? You know. We are just The 69 turni- joke. Okay. What, is that? what would that sound like? Give us a preview. Okay. Hey, this is episode 69. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's hilarious. I can't wait. If that's an indication. That's what it's going to be. Uh, dude, let's, let's hurry up then. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that was our 61st episode. Come back real yeah. soon for our 62nd and... <laughs> We're just trying to get to 69 as soon as possible, so we're done. Thank you so much for listening. We know a quite amount of uh, people are listening right now, and that's like motivating us to get back together on the the pipes and yeah, make we've, this happen. We've noticed our uh, our listenership has boosted recently. Yeah, not only recently, but in some of our past episodes too. So thank you for those yeah. of you who are listening and telling your friends and all that good stuff. But you know, we're not here to shill too much, but just enough. How you been, man? We good, haven't done this good. in a while. In yeah, this you know, we've also context. got a couple of emails from from some listeners as well. Yeah, um, which is kind of a rare thing for us. We we take it when you being can get as it. small as we are, we haven't got them, but we have gotten a couple. We um, got big hearts. Yes, we yeah. do, and big email, big inboxes. Yes, so feel free to fill it. Yep, please <laughs> fill her up. It, we've got a good quality episode coming up. It's just that we don't have one of those big topic of the weeks that we often will have where. Brandon and I will be talking about like a certain movie Something that we, we both played or saw, and yeah. it was just kind of like, where were you when? And we or, give a full spoiler. Yeah, review not really or feeling something. like anything is that important this time around. But a couple little things, a little housekeeping items, yeah. if you will. Housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping is going to bring us some upcoming video games because we are right. We're about to kick in. We're looking where, at Q four like pretty yeah, soon. And here, Q four is always like where some of the top notch games come out, and so we've got a lot of things on the horizon. So we just want to at least kind of go over some of the big ones. Yep. And also it's just to let you guys know what to look out for. And maybe you can kind of keep in mind some of the dates to some of the games that you really want to play. Yeah. We've got a little bit of movie news that we want to touch on. Uh, I, I did see mission impossible fallout and, yeah. and you unfortunately did not. So we can't have that full on discussion that we, often we can't have, have our banter, but, but that's I, okay. I, I I'm do want to listen. give a spoiler free brief review on that. Also, the, but here's the thing though. Yeah. Bro. Like, by Mission Impossible, this is the sixth one by all accounts, and yep. it's been a franchise easily 20 years, I want to say. It's almost yeah, been going like on. Like late 90s, early 2000s. With Tom Cruise. Yeah. The and, whole time, and Vin Rains has been in. Yeah. I think he missed one movie along the way. I'm not yeah, sure. I and I remember that very first one with John Voight and Emilio Estevez in the elevator shaft, blah, blah, blah. Poor Emilio. What's, what's there to spoil by this point? Yeah, Secret Society. No, he gets screwed uh, over again. <laughs> Good gunplay. Well, and actually, you know, I mean, he ends up saving the day. In my review, that I I, I want to touch on some of that, right? Like the, some of the fact that is this different than all the others? Um, because all in all, I think it was worth a watch, and I think you missed out on a good movie. Um, oh, but I will I will get into that. Okay, what else? What else? And then lastly, I think we're just going to talk about some of our first thoughts on the Dis- Disenchantment TV the show, new, the new Netflix, Netflix show from Matt Groening, who did Futurama and The Simpsons. Thank so, you th- for those of us who didn't know. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, that was kind of a smug. Now thing. we can. Now we can get into our fake sponsor. And here it is. We all love the X-Men. Mutants like Storm, Cyclops, Rogue, and Professor X have shown us that mutant abilities can be dangerous. But in the right hands, they can also save humanity. That is why these mutants are known far and wide as heroes. 
But what about those mutants whose powers can't save the day? The less fortunate ones, whose mutant traits are not powerful, can't fight evil, and may in fact be more of a burden. If you are one of those mutants, you are not alone. The support group for unwanted mutants, or SCUM, will show you that you do matter, no matter how useless your mutant powers. I have the mutant ability to blink in rapid succession, providing a confusing breeze from my eyelashes, like a small fan on its lowest setting. Unfortunately, it's not enough to stop an evil villain, so I never felt like a hero to anyone. At the support group for unwanted mutants, you are a hero. Our unique support structure will help you realize that you do have a place in this world. My mutation makes my fingers and toes have a never-ending cover of Cheeto dust. Basically, I get orange Cheeto dust on everything I touch. I used to get depressed, but even wiping away my tears made my eyes hurt. But I don't cry anymore. Scum gave me a purpose. They even gave me a cool superhero name. They call me Agent Orange. If you feel like your mutant abilities are unwanted, visit sgum.com to find your local chapter. Our scum counselors will get you started on a track to a better life. No matter what mutant abilities you have, you have a place here. You are scum. I could turn myself into a puddle. Scum. My farts don't smell. Scum. I have the ability to talk to parking lots. Scum. Almost people never ask me for money. Remember, you may not be a superhero, but at the support group for unwanted mutants, you are scum. And that makes you a hero to us. What's kind of, if you had a useless mutant power, what would you want it to be? Mine would be, I actually like when I find hair in my food. Hmm. It just makes me feel like I'm not alone because I'm a bald person. Mm -hmm. So. But it used, could easily be my body hair, too. I so. used to be able to, um, back when I had a gap in my teeth when I was a kid, mm -hmm. it was kind of cool because I could put water in my mouth and I could squirt it out. Oh, right out through like the, just straight, the narrow? Perf yeah, perfectly straight. Oh, I, here's I a, missed that. Yeah, that's good. That's here's sort a, of a mutant power. A, a real physical ability I have, because liking hair in your food is not really a physical thing. It's just kind of a kink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can wiggle my ears. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool, right? Okay, for the podcast listeners, he just wiggled his ears. And it was legit. Yeah. Uh, I can also <clears throat> curl my toes and stand on them and walk Ow. and hop around. Yeah. Ow. No. It's, I've never met anybody Barefoot or can. through the shoes? No, barefoot. I've never known this about you. Yeah. Wow, you learn something yeah. weird every day. It's, <laughs> it happens to be new as well, but it's more weird than it is new. Um, I'm considering that a useless mutant power. Yeah, that wouldn't stop Magneto when he's trying to kill the Jews or whatever. <laughs> Kill the Jews. Or, he wasn't killing I mean, the Jews. I was having flashbacks of him as a young boy in a concentration right. camp, yeah, which he, kind of spurred his hatred of mankind. My fault. I wasn't trying to be. <laughs> he wasn't Hitler. Yeah. Uh, on that note, let's just kick into our first topic, which is going to be video games. Q4 is it's on the horizon. We can see it in the distance. And in Q4, every single year is where some of the top video games come out. Your your, your franchises really um, oh, drop, yeah. drop here. Uh, your heavy hitters mm -hmm. usually come out here. It's not to say that some great games don't come out, like Mario Odyssey last year or Horizon Zero Dawn came out in the spring of right. last year. Right, right. But your, I don't know, I want to say like predictable, but your cyclical games 
franchises come out here. And always the ones that are annual annualized, you know. Yeah, like even if they they're on a different always, development yeah. schedule from studio to studio, but they're all put out by, you know, that yearly publisher. Uh we've got a handful of games coming out in September that you might be interested in. Not one that I, I think Brandon and I are interested in, but Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is very, very popular right the now. The full release. Well, it's finally coming out on Xbox One on September 4th. And then for uh, the sports gamers, the basketball folks, NBA... <laughs> basketball folks. Basketball folks. Sports gamers. <laughs> Go sports. NBA Live 19 comes out on September 7th. And then oddly, NBA 2K19 comes out September 11th. Hmm. Where were you? <laughs> But also on September 11th, to take a step back, Spider-Man. That's September 7th, but I agree with you. What did I say, 11th? Yeah. yeah You're just, you got a thing for 9-11, I guess. I guess so. And... It's an inside job. 9-11, Spider-Man. <laughs> no, 9 No, 9 you know the, you, you remember the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? They had to change the movie poster because one of the oh, posters yeah. was... Was he him had, with a web in between, in the, between two the two towers. Yeah. yeah. So there's history there. That's, that's interesting. Oddly enough. Hopefully this game's nothing like 9-11. Hopefully it's very enjoyable. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be. I'm actually really looking forward to this. I, I know it sounds silly, but sometimes when there's a game that I'm really looking forward to, I put it on my calendar, like my work calendar. <laughs> like on this day, Spider-Man comes out. But I did that for this game because whereas I wasn't really excited about it before, I, I have been hearing just nothing but good things. Here's the thing about that. Is it a... a a game that you feel so confident in that you could commit to buy it? No. Or is this a game that makes you wish you had game game fly back? Um, I, I think Despite it's, all the politics of it, Gamefly. I think it'll be worth a buy, depends on... Because I don't think there's like a whole online aspect to it. Right, and this but, is obviously coming from the guy who's like, I can't wait to buy Sea of Thieves. So yeah, no, you're so good. So yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I will probably buy it, but I'm not going to buy it right away the first week i'll probably wait a week and just see what some of the scores are sure and if the scores are tanked then I, that way i don't make the same mistake i did with sea yeah of that, that, that's a responsible choice because it's not like we have you know games coming to us for free even though we're a legit podcast that would be awesome uh, yeah hello <laughs> yeah come on come on activision we'll give it a better grade than it deserves if you <laughs> let us play it so oh right shadow of the tomb raider that's something that i've seen a little more gameplay from as a result of its showing at Gamescon, and oh, it's, it's I haven't seen the ga- this story more gameplay. Uh, um, gameplay, no. Oh. Uh, cinematics, yes. Okay, yeah. uh, it's out there, and it's just looking like a really cool story. Yeah, and hopefully the gameplay is on par too. But again, not something I'm going to be knocking down. You I know, like the Mayan setting that. Yeah, going that's with. really got me interested. Yeah. I'm not going to be knocking down doors, you know, uh, release date to get this, but might be something when it you know discounts down to 40 bucks or something like that it might give it a sniff yeah I, I don't know if it's worth a buy for me because it is one of those you just play through and then you're done and then it kind of sits but it's a game that like a la wolfenstein or something like that you can pass on to somebody right and then they and can enjoy case, it, it and then it, you know depreciates its value a little less that way yeah so shadow of the tomb raider is coming out on september 14th for the fans of chronicles you have xenoblade chronicles 2 uh, coming out on Switch on September 21st, and then Valkyria Chronicles 4 to all the systems on September 25th. Cool. Not playing those, but more power to those that are. Dragon Ball Z comes out on September 28th. Oh, yeah, then... Fighter Z actually looks pretty looks pretty cool. Yeah, sorry, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, and that just actually, sorry, I, I should specify, that comes out on Switch September 28th. Yes, it does. Uh, FIFA... Has its release on September twenty eighth, which is FIFA. That's a I very mean, popular franchise, especially it is one of the maybe most. not here in like the states per se, but worldwide. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, football yeah. is the number one sport worldwide. So football, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And then on to October, we've Second got to Lucio Ball. Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. Um, which, Great God, that, that it's just, game looks it's astonishing. so beautiful. Imagine playing that on the highest caliber 4K TV with an Xbox One X. I wish that I was more into racing games because yeah, when I, that would be the game that would do it. For well, when sure. I see those videos, I'm just like blown away at how realistic they are and how beautiful they are. And it makes me want to play it, but I know it's just, it's a racing game, especially the simulator type games. I just have a hard time getting behind. I hear you. It's ultimately not a lot of reward for me. There's no real payoff. Yeah. Same. So Mega Man 11 comes out on October 2nd, which is kind of interesting to get another Mega Man. Um, and then a big one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, October 5th. Yeah, but how big? Well, I'm, that's a, so I was actually reading a lot of articles about it, and people are really liking it. And they're saying it's a kind of a change in the franchise. And it's but a, they just changed the franchise last year. Well, I with Origins. Yeah, I mean they I, they always change it a little bit, but I think that there's something that they did in this game that is is a bigger change that is like a more notable change. I don't see what it what it is because I watched quite a bit of gameplay and it seemed the same damn game to me. Yeah. What else? What else? October is bringing us Super Mario Party for those of you on the Switch just waiting for another game to play. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Yeah. Uh, that it's not, you know, a a linear game or it's not a story based game. Obviously, you don't need me to tell you that, but it might be something just to tide you over. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, what do I do now? And that could be the answer for a brief little spell. For a lot of people, I mean, those games are like the ones that they're really looking forward to. It's, it doesn't really suit me personally, but no, but that's October 5th. I, I can't deny though, for the times I've played previous titles, it's been fun and, you know, a five or 10 minute setting, you know, just a little party game. Yeah. Yeah. A couple other releases in October that are worth mentioning anyways. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, that yep. comes out on October 12th. Uh, yes. And this is of course the one that is introducing a battle royale mode because you have to have that nowadays. But not excited. For and Call I, of Duty? Yeah, and I think la- we discussed this previously. Last year, I actually felt like I was brought back in. I was like, oh, this World War II looks rad. Right. And I, I get I it. Liked it. It's different developers, and they're on a three-year cycle each, but I have no interest in this game. And the more I've seen of it and some of the beta play, nope. Yeah. I could care less. Well, and what's interesting is that Call of Duty every year is the, basically the top-selling game of the year. And every year... Other games release their games based on Call of Duty, right? They don't like, especially other first-person shooters right. or, or sort of similar games. They don't come out anywhere near Call of Duty. They just know not to mess with it uh, because it's it's a behemoth of a game in sales. Oh yeah, it but, comes crashing down. But hard. this year, Red Dead Redemption kind of made it change its schedule. It made Call of Duty change its schedule. Well, yeah, which this is cool. Is, I mean, this is a game what eight years in the making. I mean, now? yeah, a long time, as far as we know. More than that, probably. I'm sure. If you're interested in Lego games, Lego DC Super Villains comes out October 16th, which I actually think looks pretty cool. I'm not a big fan of the Legos. I think they're fun, but I don't think they're anything you know to what? write home about. So but that, that one looks kind of fun. That's two months ahead of Christmas. By the time Christmas rolls around, you could get that as like a $15 stocking stuffer for someone. Just throw it in there. That's true. They yeah. don't hold their value for no. very long. And they, they're not you know full, full-fledged games, so you won't get a full-fledged price out of it. So yeah, yeah. cool. More power to those that like it. And then another one we've had some, well, I've had some issues with as far as my interest. Battlefield Five. I'm a huge Battlefield fan. I've been trying to support them when and where possible. But this one just, I don't know. It's so interesting that this one doesn't do it for you, but this one is where I 
kind of tend to go, okay, you've piqued my interest because they're changing it and it has more character in my opinion. It's like the last one was fun, but it didn't have like much of a personality because it was so realistic. The war was the, the war star. is the personality. Yeah. It's depressing as shit. I hear I you. felt like this one is um purposely less realistic and more just fun. A little more gung ho. And character driven. Yeah, like it, it's more like a goofy action movie. Eh, that that we'll appeals to plays me. Out. I, I still think it'll be a, a well received and well done game, but it just might be uh, one I skip. Yeah. And then uh, you know the big 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 release, Red Dead Redemption Two. Have you heard about this? Have you read about this? I have. If someone was to hand me a voucher and said you can choose one game with this from now until the end of the year, it's going to be Red Dead. Oh Redemption yeah, absolutely, 2. it would be. Yeah. So that comes out on October twenty sixth. That is going to be a game changer. I'm sure of it. Very cool. Um, and then on to November, Overkill's The Walking Dead is November 6th, which we've uh, kind of seen some mixed things about that. The more I see of it, the less interested I am, <sighs> Me unfortunately. Too. Me too. Uh, Hitman 2 is November 13th. Could be I'm fun. always into those. They're not doing the whole episodic thing where they release one stage at a time. This time it's just a full-on game, which I'm kind of more supporting that. Yeah, agreed. Follow-up 76. How is this November game going to be? I don't know, man, but I'm going... I have a I, huge question mark over I'm, it. I can't do the thing where I wait on that. I know I'm going to pick it up day one. And you should. I just... I have to. Yeah. Darksiders 3 comes out November 27th. You know, I've played the previous two. Yeah, not good. Not world beaters, but fun, enjoyable games. Agreed. Yeah. Just Cause 4. I can't believe that they snuck that in this year. Yeah. All behind that looks, E3 announcement. It looks really cool. Gamescon just had some some more uh, news and gameplay about that, and yeah. it looks super cool. And then for the people who are playing Switch, well, I, I know finally it's like the answer to a lot of prayers out there in the in the, the, the geek heavens. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is finally coming, and it's doing it on December 7th. That's also my grandma's birthday. Cool. So a lot of smashing on that day for many reasons. That's <laughs> awkward. Uh, and I think that's basically it all for the for the bigger games just the ones we're yeah choosing to acknowledge there's yeah, so yeah. many there's, other games don't, don't go to run there's way more it's just we're not going to talk about all of them and if you want to listen to what you're excited for we'll give you all the ways to get a hold of us at the end of this recording that's it for video games i think it's time for us to move on to let's do let's wrap movies and tv wrap them all into one into one all kinds of fun yep Venom, he's coming, but what will he be rated? <laughs> I know this is, you know, it's a slow news month when this is. Come on, a is there any question here. that it's going to be rated R? It should be. If it's not, well, ugh, that's but rough. that's the thing. So uh, they didn't set out for a certain rating, is I, what the director said. I think like, it's made to be an R rated movie. Will it be edited to be a PG 13 movie and marketed as a PG 13 movie? Because maybe yeah, I a lot of times that. what happens is it'll be they'll say okay at this level it's a rated R, but it's rated R because of this scene and this scene and this conversation, and they'll say if you cut those out it'll be PG thirteen, and then if they do that then they can appeal to a lower audience. So I get both. They've made this mistake so many times with uh, I know. you know anything I know they have uh, I, the easy one to point to is anything with Wolverine. What happened when they finally let him you know off the leash? made the oh, best yeah. movie Hugh Jackman's ever done as Wolverine and whether it's just a cameo or a full-fledged lead big box office let the adults go see an adult comic book movie well and the comic book movies that are rated R are doing very well 
it's it's like it's like the rated R factor doesn't stop people from letting their kids see it. Generally speaking, yeah, it just gives them an excuse to go with their kid. Yeah, more box office exactly. that way. It just makes it so that they're the the parents are more excited to yeah, see it. Must be accompanied by a guardian. So I mean, I know the the general idea in, in movie making is if, the the more you can open it to audiences, then the more will come see it. But I think with something like this, it's like rated R. It, just let it be the bloodiness that it needs to be. Let it let it be violence. I mean, you're talking venom here. Yes, please. So, what if though? Because I know you know uh, now, uh, Spider-Man is on loan essentially to you know Marvel, Marvel Studios, right, yeah. And but Sony is still you know holding uh, court over the Venom uh, go- movies going forward. What about when they inevitably have to be on the screen together? Because Spider-Man is not an R-rated guy, but Venom. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Is yeah, there something in between? Know. Like I like lunch, I like breakfast, so I have brunch. You know, no, can we you get have something? second breakfast. Oh, that's a good point. Noonsies. Um, can they do anything between PG-13? Well, and, I, and it, R? it doesn't mean you can't take a rated R character and bring him into the PG-13 universe, mm-hmm. be, and and then you would have to sort of tone him down. And I get that because, like, I'd be I'd be happy with having Venom and Spider-Man in a movie together if it meant you had to tone Spider-Man down. I get that. Tone Venom down. I'm sorry. Tone, yes. If you had to tone Venom down to to kind of get to Spider-Man's level, I'm okay with that. Because I'm, I'd be good with that. I'd be okay just to see them in the same movie, yeah. which we've never seen before. Well, not properly. So Well said. Um, speaking of uh, Venom, though, I do want to just say, Tom Hardy, um, I just found out he's contracted for three more Venom movies. It's just interesting to me because I, I feel like this Venom movie is a big question mark. I like sure it's going to be successful at the box office. Oh, it'll office be like the number one movie, first. but to to what end? Because if it's not that great, or if people aren't really buying it, then they're not going to make the rest of them. I still think there's almost like this false assumption that a comic book movie, just in the current consumption and how cool it is to be a geek right now will just automatically be well-received or automatically be number right. one. And that's not the case with every single movie. Remember oh, Fantastic not. Four just a few right. years ago? Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where they think that they have this whole trilogy in mind or something, and then the first one flops, and they like, just don't do it. Don't get ahead of yourselves there, friends. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. S- second little news bit that we want to talk to you about. So the the director who was set out to do the next James Bond film, the 25th James Bond film. It's crazy. They have 25 of them in that series. But anyway... You know what that just means? What? It's 24 films of people being horrible shots. I know, right? Has he ever been shot? Even just like yeah, he's in the sh- leg? I think he got shot one time. I can remember like... Um, what was that one? Skyfall. Did he? Yeah, or he shot somebody. <laughs> yeah, either, either or. He'll just have to shoot himself one of these days to like finally... <laughs> It's the Firmly only, answer the only question. bullet that hits him. Not is, fatally or anything like that. Just yeah. give himself a slug in the, the calf or something. So the director to that the next upcoming James Bond movie was Danny Boyle. I love his stuff. But apparently there was a dispute about the film's villain, and I don't know the details there. But they, So they started kind of shopping around for more directors. Edgar Wright has been approached to possibly direct the next movie. Hmm. And so the reason I put this on this agenda was because I, I saw that and I was like, yes, please. Oh, the guy from Baby Driver most yeah, recently. God, and you it, like his stuff. And yeah, he's, he's good. I do. I mean, he's done a lot of the Simon Pegg and what's the other guy's name? Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done a lot of their movies. And a lot of them have been really good. And then like Hot Fuzz, for example. And then, God, yeah, Baby Driver was amazing. 
prior to this, what's the biggest rumor you heard about the um, the newest James Bond? Because you know Daniel Craig is is done. Oh, you mean like that Idris Elba might yeah. play him? I, w- I, know. I would welcome that. That would be so cool. Yeah, a lot of people would. I and think he would be. He's just got that sleekness. He's British. You know, he's just look good in a suit. Yep. Uh, I guess he's black. That's a, an issue Apparently for some Apparently, that's a thing. Well, yeah. so there is that one where I don't remember who said this, but somebody who has, who's a part of the um, the James Bond movies, and I don't remember who it was that said this, was asked, would, would Idris Elba be good to play James Bond? And he said, uh, I don't know. He's he's a little bit too street, is what he said. Who said that? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. What a cock gobbler. Uh, Idris Elba's not street. If you watch like, Luther, the only thing he was kind of street in, and this was his character, not him himself, was his character uh, in The Wire. Right. Was such a good show. Yeah. But even then, he was kind of like more about business. Um, Street. I, I know the person who said it. I remember got a lot of shit for it. Yeah, rightfully so. And he, he could was have like, "No, I don't mean that as a racist context. thing." And you're like, "Dude, come on! How else are we supposed to take that?" So, but yeah, I, I was the man. I think he would be awesome in that. I actually. And now that he's no longer um, Heimdall, you know, give him I know, a, give him a new franchisable down. character. Yeah, you ever see Luther? The show. Oh, great show! God, I love that show. Yeah. It's really good. I hear, that, and that's all for movie news. I think. I think that's all it should be. Real quick, actually, before we get into our, our brief reviews, uh, the Shazam trailer. The oh, Shazam yeah. trailer came out. Uh, you and I actually, you hadn't seen it previously, so I sh- we watched it today. I want to just hear your thoughts. What are your thoughts on the Shazam movie? Or, okay. well, the trailer. I don't know jack about Shazam. I know he's a boy that turns into a manifestation of a superhero. And by just saying the word Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> but who is Shazam? And they did a really good job in the trailer of, you know, having it be you're like mm-hmm. so, I I never understood how he it, got uh, to the point where he could just say Shazam and the boy turned into do with a hero. Like if I recall, it had to do with like gods of some sort giving powers sure. or something like that. And is this a mischievous god? Is he going to have to like go face him as Shazam? Once again, I don't know much about Shazam either. So this like mysterious figure gives the boy his powers because he says, "You're the one. You represent." what I want to bestow my powers to. So why can't the guy use his powers anymore? Um, why does he have to find a 10-year-old or something like that to bestow mm-hmm. them to? So I, I've got some legit questions that I hope this movie answers well because I don't know the backstory on Shazam. We all know the backstory of um, Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman, or Bruce Wayne. Apparently uh, his parents died. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I'll write him a card. Yeah. But I don't know really about Shazam. So I'm like, okay, this movie could help me understand more about him. It looks like it's going to be very much looking for the laughter, and uh, based on this trailer, yeah, the costume though it's bright, it does look kind of corny, but I like that but, in, a, but in a way. So, so does the movie itself. Yeah, just listen to the name Shazam. Right, and I think they and I didn't know how they were going to take it until I saw the trailer because when you have a, a a superhero like Shazam, who is just so white bread cookie cutter Superman ish. Right, like, how do you how do you dress that up into an interesting movie? And I think they played into the fact that it's cheesy, and I and I and I think they did it smart because you basically have a kid becoming an adult superhero just by saying a word, and it's sort of that dream of every nerdy kid, right, to become a superhero. I I, I just like the approach that they're taking. I like the lightheartedness. I like the fact that it's it's. When you're watching it, you kind of have to remind yourself, oh, yeah, I'm watching like a young kid, a young teenager 
be a superhero who also looks like a, an adult. Yeah. By the way, Zachary Levy in that? I haven't seen him since Chuck. Yeah, he he hasn't done much, but he was really good in the in Chuck the show. Oh, great show! Totally and, underrated show. Um, so I was really happy to see him kind of bulk up for this. But I don't know if he's actually bulked up under that. I'm sure, or he's if that's a like sun, a suit. Sun. But yeah, I'd say more. Yeah, more his exterior than his actual, you know, body. Yeah. Hot body could be a good one. Um, looks lighthearted, and I like that. We're I looking think at it's a welcome change. A spring 2019 release. I have no idea. Hope it's not too close in proximity with the inevitable uh, Infinity War Part 2. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm more excited uh, for that. I'm sure they're smart enough not to throw it into no, hell no. the mix there. All right. Well, why don't we get into a couple of reviews? What should we talk about first? Do you want to talk? Do you want me to give a brief Mission Impossible one, or do you want to kick into Disenchantment? Let's talk about Disenchantment first. Just uh, started streaming last week on mm-hmm. Netflix. I've only watched one episode, and maybe that's kind of telling because i was really at first when i first heard about this i thought it was going to be just like a 90 minute feature right you you mean i thought it was was like a movie yeah and then when i heard it was a series i'm like oh okay well that actually makes more sense how could you just make a straight up movie without knowing who your characters are and whatnot um i'm not really feeling the show and i want to see it through but you know obviously we know about the simpsons um we know about futurama which i still don't quite it just never registered the same for me as it does a lot of just our friends and people uh, we interact with through this podcast. I'm not saying it's a bad show or anything. It's just Wait, never which, can, what, what show are you Futurama oh, specifically. Okay. But it just seems like I liked it, Futurama a lot. Every new project from Matt Groening, you know, and obviously Simpsons is not new. It's like been around for freaking thirty years, but it just seems to lose a little luster. And the fact that it's just streaming straight to Netflix, while it's awesome, makes it feel a little less special. Like it wasn't even good enough to get on a network. I don't. I see. I don't feel that way at all, personally. Yeah. I. I just. I feel like Netflix is now a very legitimate service. Like more than ever. You're right. Yeah, and so I think that they also it also allowed them to go a little bit more adult on some of the themes, which you kind of see in a couple of the first episodes. The animation is remarkably similar to Futurama. Yeah, I. I, I would like minded the, them changing it a bit. Yeah. But, uh, I do like the the setting. I think it's a cool setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know who my main characters are just yet. So there's Princess Tabini, who also is called just Bean. Yeah. There's and she's a princess of Dreamland. Right. Uh, there's Elfo, who is a elf. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh. And Lucy, which I think is like kind of their short for Lucifer or something like that. He's a demon. Yeah. He's her personal demon, which they don't explain that much uh, in that first episode where he, he, he comes in. And I also, speaking of those characters, I feel like, and maybe I've only, because I've only watched two episodes, but I don't feel connected to them. I think Elfo is, like, I like his character and I think... I think the juxtaposition of him being always wanting to be cheery, but just having all this horrible things happen to him. I, I, I like that. But, but even the main character Bean, I just don't see what her purpose is. Like, she, yeah, you know, she's not like, she's not like a bender. She's not like a Homer Simpson. Like there's, there's something about her. That's just not as appealing as some of the other characters that you would get out of a, a, a groaning, a graining, graining, mm-hmm, graining, out of a graining TV series. I don't think this show, especially because everyone's older at this point, 
uh, is going to have the longevity of a Simpsons or a Futurama. But do you remember how shitty The Simpsons was in its first season? <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. go back and no, watch I, it. It's true. So, hey, there's still time. I do like that we don't have to wait. So, by you know, a, a week from now, if I end up getting in this, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is good. And it probably I, I will get that. better when you start to... I'm sure. You know, learn more about the characters and whatnot. I haven't but... read any reviews or on it or yeah. anything like that. So, I'm not trying to have like a, a predetermined judgment on it. But just so far, it's just... It's it's a tough sale, but yeah. What I and say, I feel the same. and I say this about every like when this comes up, this feeling that I'm describing of like, yeah, I just couldn't get into it, or the first season was rough, or first few episodes didn't really pull me in. I still preface everything, and you know, I like to get better for the doubt when possible. The first season of Breaking Bad did not pull me in. Mm-hmm. I went back some years later and watched it again, got through the first season, which is you know, kind of known amongst its fans as kind of like the most rough season so to get through yeah. and then after that it's just like takes off you know and i'm yeah. not saying this is going to be that same caliber or is but it enjoyable might. you don't know you just never it's worth know. sticking through yeah the office was the same way for me very much so. i That's did not one. really like the first few episodes of just the office didn't get it. so i just didn't get it and i didn't go back for years and then when i did go back it just somehow snapped no and back. i was like oh my god i get it all now right um so that that could be this situation yeah um i i feel like it's hard though to judge something like this because it's impossible to not compare it to the Simpsons and not compare it to Futurama, which are like well established successful series. Oh, beloved. And it's, so it's hard not to connect it as another groaning, a graining. I keep calling him groaning as another graining uh, feature. Yeah. So if this were, if this were not attached to him, what would our thoughts be? And, I'm trying to kind of go at it with that perspective. Like, well, it not- gives me incentive to finish up, and you know, hopefully, this time on our next recording, we can do a, a full season review or something like that. Yeah, Agreed. it's what ten episodes. I I'm not sure. It's not a lot. Yeah, you know what show I really have been getting into, what? and I would firmly encourage you to do this. The Sinner, dude. It's not a Netflix original. It's a USA uh, network original. Okay, but uh, they're streaming it on Netflix right now, and it's. Really good. I have I don't. It's know got Jessica Biel it. okay. and Bill Pullman, and okay. it's so cool because you just know when it's kind of out there in the public consciousness. The other day I was at the gym, said hi to a gal who I hadn't seen in a while, and just looked over her shoulder while she was had her phone um, on the machine. And she's watching the center. Hmm. So my five minute oh hi how are you conversation got extended by another five minutes. Like oh you're watching the show oh what do you think of this? And it's it's just a very out there show right now. It's very in right now. You know. That's weird. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Okay. Is it one season only or is it, uh, do they have multiple season... seasons that they just put on? So season two is about to start or okay. just started in its actual uh, run right now on the USA Network. But season one is available to stream in full 10 episodes okay. on Netflix. Um, really cool show. Speaking of kind of what we're watching right now, uh, The Americans is sure. on Amazon Prime. I wish I had it. And, Share your account. And it's been one of those one of those shows that I've always just kind of... It's been in the back of my mind, and I've always heard it's really good, and I just never gave it the time. And I started watching it, and I'm probably maybe midway through the second season, and it's a damn good show. Yeah, I, I haven't heard a bad word said about that And there's show. like seven seasons to catch up on right now. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's fun to kind of know that. Like, I'm not going to run out of episodes for a while, so I can binge that as much as I want. Is that the one with Carrie Russell or Claire Danes? Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. What's the one with Claire Danes? Um, is that Homeland? Yes. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Equally good show reputation-wise. But see, here's the thing. I couldn't get into Homeland. I tried. Yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe you just weren't feeling patriotic, patriotic enough at the time. Yeah. No, I, I, tr- I watched about a, a half of... a season on that, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. I like shows. Yeah. Well, I like twaddles. Speaking of twaddles, um, should we end this with just me giving a brief... How is that related to turtles at all? <laughs> no, but, it's I mean, not. yes, you should. It's not. Or, but I don't get the, the segue, but you try. No, I like... I like segues that don't make sense i do that all the time in that case how was mission impossible six <laughs> so uh mission impossible six what i was think... the most turtle-like thing about it Ooh, that's a good uh ving rames actually bar none he's just like a big turtle yeah um sea turtle no no just regular turtle regular type yeah just regular type i think you missed out because i understand your hesitation of why you didn't want to go see mission impossible because it was the same feeling that I was having. It's just probably, I think you were feeling it a little stronger where I was kind of like, do I really want to go and watch another Mission Impossible where I literally walk away from every Mission Impossible going, I don't even know what happened in that in that movie. <laughs> to me, they all mix together. I can probably not remember a single plot. I can remember pieces of other movies, the old the old Mission Impossible movies, but I can't remember like the actual full-on plots. And I know that having seen all six of them, they all just kind of weave together for me. Yeah. But I know that when I go, I'm usually entertained because the action is so, so good. And that's sort of my take on Mission Impossible Fallout because the story was about some nukes being taken. No. And then, I know, um, you get some old bad guys coming back and... And they have vendettas. And it's just like a lot of it's the same. But Tom Cruise was good. I think Henry Cavill added a good dynamic, especially between Tom Cruise and him. Mm-hmm. Oh, but God, the action in that is, oh, yeah. is it looks great. amazing. Like, I can't think... There's not very many movies where I remember watching it and I'm just on the edge of my seat going like, holy shit, this is nonstop action. And it is crazy what's happening. Every action scene was incredible, whether it's like a car chase or a motorcycle chase or like a helicopter chase, like whatever the action is, it's just edge of your seat. Was Simon Pegg funny? There was little bits of humor in this, which I think added good flair, but I, I think there could have been more. Sure. You know, especially like when you look at Marvel movies or the Star Wars movies that are trying to trickle it in a little bit more into these action movies. Yeah. I, I feel like it was missing from this movie. There wasn't enough of it. And and it's like, let Simon Pegg shine a little bit more. Because when he did have a joke or two, it worked really well. That, uh, you, without spoiling it. it, how would you grade it? Oh, um. Because you didn't really spoil it. So, but you could still I'd probably it, give it like an 85. Nice. Out of 100. Solid B. Obviously. Yeah. Solid Thank you for D. clarifying the 85 out of 100. Yeah. Because I hate those 86 scales. <laughs> They're so misleading. I, I would give it an 85 because of the action, almost solely because of the action and some of the characters. Otherwise, like the story the itself. No. looked pretty amazing too. Yeah. They've always done a good job with that, making you feel like you're in like big scales and yeah. like very exotic locations and high stakes card games and stuff like that. Yeah, there's always like the super rich people yeah. who are just super powerful or part of a secret society, or, and that's all in here. I might catch it when it comes out for stream. You know, I, I honestly would recommend it. Okay, I would, I would recommend it. Like I know your style, and you'd probably think the same thing where you're like, it was not a good story, and I'd be like, yeah, I know, but the action, right? Low stakes, but really great, you know, cinematography. So that's it. That is my review. Sh- should we go home? Yeah.
But first, before we end every episode, we we have the shadow of the synopsis and the awesome quote in geek history. Today, it's your turn. Yes, I'm providing the you the, the shadow of the synopsis, and I really hope you get this. It's not a barn burner of one, but it's near and dear to me. Okay. And being that we're both uh, around the same age, I figured this is something you might know. Okay. And hopefully you at home are playing along and having fun. Young siblings Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum arrive for their summer stay with their grandpa, who also happens to be very proficient in martial arts. He has vast knowledge, and he passes it on to the boys. Just when things are going swimmingly well for the summer, they're accosted by a criminal gang and their gun-running leader, Snyder, a rogue ex-student of Grandpa, who kidnaps the boys as part of a scheme to get their FBI agent dad, Sam. But Snyder, you know what he doesn't know? Just how skilled his young abductees are. Okay. Can I you... knew from Colton Tum Tum. Ah, I should have said Tum Tum. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, this is Three Ninjas. It is. Yeah. Awesome movie. You know, it's for, uh, when I. So cash in on the ninja craze of the late 80s, early 90s. When you first said it, I was like, oh, that's Surf Ninjas. That's what I was hoping and, you might uh, get a and little. And I was like, wait, wait, no, no. Same, no, same no. dude. Uh, yeah, and it's like same time old guy. period, yeah. too. But I was, I was like, wait, no, no, I'm mixing them up. That's Three Ninjas. Not surf ninjas. Then all the bullshit sequels that came out, like just totally tried to like <laughs> milk a cow's teat like to the bone, even though there's no bone in your teats, at least in mine. But you know what I'm trying to say. But that's how much you milk. There it, was you get uh, all the way up to the cow's. They kicked back was I think was the sequel, and they just replaced the kids because none of the kids came back, <laughs> and the grandpa came back, and then they did like showdown at Mega Mall or something like that with Hulk did they Hogan. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, who and it was bullshit. They didn't cast Randy Savage. What is it with that. always putting like Hulk Hogan into sequels? <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. Like, that happens a lot. Um. What else? There's there's yeah, and then there's like Knuckles Up, uh, High oh, no. Noon at Mega Mountain, Kickback, oh, Knuckles Up, and then it's one <laughs> other sequel. All tum, of them, um, fucking Emmy award winning. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, Emmys. Wait, yeah. Emmys are for music, right? I don't even know at this point. It's late <laughs> here on the Saturday night. I think Emmys are music. Oh, Tum Tum, little asshole, he gave me away. <laughs> Shouldn't have said Tum Tum. I should have just said Three Brothers with unique names. Oh, um, uh, and do you remember like when you were a kid? Because what this movie came out in like 90, 92, August, almost, almost two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> almost <laughs> twenty six years ago to the day. Well, the month, anyways. You know what movie just had its 20th anniversary, legit? What? Blade. Oh. Uh, Blade turned 20 years old August 21st, just a few One days ago. One of the ago. first... I love that movie. Comic book-based movies. Yes. Like, good ones. Yeah. I mean, who will ever forget that scene when, you know, he lights the... Um, or they're doing that... The vampires are having that rave in the opening scene before he gets in there and just destroys them. And the them. blood comes off yeah, the Yeah, out of the sprinklers. Oh, yeah. oh that was awesome. Yeah. And then Blade with his that little crawl thing, you know, that... He just throws it and it runs across the room and just like destroys them all and then his sword and uh what a great introduction. Do you remember the do you remember the first quote that we had for our awesome quote in geek history? It wasn't the first, but yes. And are you sure? I'm pretty sure that it wasn't. I know you what you're saying about MFers always trying to be ice skate uphill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the first. I think it invites a re listen. All right. And for you, yeah, you can re listen. Oh, we're not there yet. Yeah, no. Okay, you. So speaking of the awesome quote in geek history, I oh, want to give wow. you ours today. Uh, sixty the 61st awesome quote in geek history. Yeah, this one is from, I mean, everybody knows this quote. Everybody knows this movie. It's from E.T., Extraterrestrial. Shut up, penis breath. Please let it be that one. No, it's not. Oh. Well. E.T., 
You know, thinking about, okay, what's iconic in in our, like, 80s love of movies? And I was like, that has got to be one of the most iconic quotes. I do. I, uh, some other quotes from uh, E.T. himself. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Elliot. I love when he first learns how to pronounce Elliot's name. Um, so you want to know why I actually... Good, great movie. What made me think of this is because there was, like, this thing on Reddit where somebody was cooking a vegetarian... Um, like they had like the spigot with this vegetarian thing, but it was shaped to look like ET, like they were cooking and eating ET. <laughs> I don't know. It was like on the, I think it was like on the WTF subreddit or something. But that it sounds about right. And I was like, I was, like, I saw that, and I was like, oh, I love that movie. And then that's what made me. Think Wait, of was it. it purposeful or was it just coincidental that it happened? To I'm look pretty like sure it was purposeful. Was... Oh, I don't, don't know much about it. It was just a Reddit ET picture. All right, so that's it for today's 61st episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. We want to encourage you guys... Yeah, get us out of your ears. We want to encourage you guys to uh, reach out to us if you can. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. That's our email. Twitter. At randomfandomwbb. So you can tweet us. Tweet it. Yeah, stay live with us, basically. Tweet it. And when you guys are listening to us, go check out all our past episodes. Anything you use to listen to us on, you can find our whole... 60 plus archive two years in the making two and a half years in the making now and please give us a rating it does help it does help spread the word you know how how podcasts work maybe we'll get a real sponsor someday can you imagine someone actually listening to us like they're like hey we want a sponsor and we're like shit what do we do if a part of our episode is we always have a fake sponsor yeah we'll talk to you next time thank you for being a fan of our fandom and stay geeky